Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What's going on, Faithful? Um, how is everybody doing this Tuesday morning? Um, we are going to go live later on today with the John and Wayne show, but I, I was just a little too excited. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully some of you guys are as well. I love all the hashtag CCs. What's up, Tim? Uh, glad to have you. We got Kim. Congrats to you and your World Cup win. Uh, they His country defeated the United States, which hurt. Um, anyway, well, we'll take for whatever it is. At least I think it did. I might have been wrong on that. But uh, anyway, We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, and Sean, man, got to meet Sean this weekend at the 49ers Rush Road Trip, and what I wanted to do, I woke up too early <laughs> this morning. I was a little too excited, and so I started diving into all the film that we do for Patreon, and I wanted to do a whole show on the top four players that stepped up that perhaps we weren't expecting to, okay? Um, so that's what I want the focus of this show to be about, because you know, we always get guys like Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, you know, CMC, like guys like that, and Debo, and they're awesome. And I'm not trying to take anything away from them at all. But I feel like with the, you know, content creators and all the stuff that's out there, I want to try to highlight the players that maybe aren't getting the press and, you know, all the highlights on social media and all that kind of stuff. Because one of the things that makes this 49ers roster so palatable um, or, you know, just the depth that they have is there's just so many guys. I've said this for so long, the way in which that they built this roster, it's, it's the antithesis to teams, you know, like the Rams where you've got these four to five studs and then it's just a bunch of whatever else the 49ers have chosen depth, which has been key 
um, with all the injuries and all the stuff that's out there. And that's what's such a big deal. Jason, what's up, man? He said, it was great to meet you, Clayton Breezy at the tailgate. I love it, man. Jason, thank you so much. It was a, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, it, it was cool, man. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I was trying to wait breezy and Travis just ended, uh, they're the best there is. I'll be on with breezy in just a little bit, but yeah. So I want you to throw up, um, who do you want? Who should be in the top four? You can just pick one name or whatever else. Who are some of the four kind of players that stepped up in your opinion in the win versus the dolphins? Just trying to focus on that one game. Um, again, my criteria was I didn't want to use the big star players. Yes. Brock Purdy is on my list. Um, and so we'll have to see there now, uh, real quick question. And Armstead did not make my list. He did play very, very well. Stat-wise, wasn't incredible. One of the Bosa sacks was 100% because of Armstead. They ran a stunt um, where Armstead took not one, but two defenders or uh, blockers and walled them off. Bosa came around on the stunt untouched. Uh, that was because of Armstead. So, you know, one of the unheralded things about Armstead's game on and off the field, uh, I had this in my notes. I didn't see your comment, Jeremy, until just now, but – he makes everybody better. He makes Fred Warner better. He makes Drake Greenlaw better. He makes Dick Bosa better. He makes every single person better. Uh, that's just what he does. So that second sack that Bosa got, 100% because of Armstead. And, you know, Armstead's also the news as well because, guess what? He's the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the 49ers again. Uh, I think this is his third or fourth time He's such an amazing man. What he does in Sacramento and the education system and just trying to do everything he can to help kids um, just remove as many obstacles as possible uh, to learn how to read, to get to school, to get the supplies they need. I, I've said forever, Armstead's just – he's that good of a dude. He's going to win this damn award eventually. Uh, he's very deserving. And it's not so much – you know, every single team nominates one, so there's 32. There's lots of people that deserve this award. And for me – the Walter Payton Man of the Year is a big deal. I don't retweet a lot of stuff. Um, every single year, the uh, community leaders for the NFL, I every single time I retweet that because I want as much positive attention going to the people that are trying to do good. I want as much positive attention um, to put out there so that other people can see, hey, all these other guys are doing well as well, and, and you can get in there and you make such a big difference. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know, Debster – Bosa was amazing. I didn't put him on this list. Um, and right here, Niners fan says CMC, Debo, Warner, Greenlaw. Um, one of those guys made this list, but you know, Warner's an all pro, Debo's an all pro, CMC's an all pro. That's why I left them on there or left them off there. Um, but yeah, let, let's let's dive in. Let's go. Um, why not? Let's start it off with number number four. I got Diamador Lenore, all right? Uh, dig it deep, and you watch that film. It did not take long for number 38, weird number for a corner, to jump off the screen. He stepped up in such a gigantic way. Um, it, it, I mean, it was unreal. So listen to these stats for Demo, okay? Five targets allowed one catch for 19 yards, zero yards after catch. And on top of that, four of those five targets were Tyreek. Four of those five targets were Tyreek. He allowed him one catch, one first down, 
Um, and also his interception that he got during that game, during the game, he, he was he was manned up with Tyreek as well. So talk about answering the call. He had the same amount of catches as Tyreek when they were targeting Demo. You know what I mean? Like that's what an absolute incredible job. And we've seen when has the 49ers defense been at its best? You got Charvarius Ward, who's awesome. Uh, he got beat a little bit on that one deep ball. And, you know, you talk about safeties, whatever else. It, confusing. I don't care. Charvarius is great. Amazing corner. If you can get the opposite side corner to play decent to good, as we saw with Emmanuel Mosley, who's playing great till he got injured. But Demo stepping up this game, it's a lot. Um, if you just look at just the numbers, um, the passes he was targeted in this game versus the Dolphins, he allowed a 3.3 quarterback passer rating. That's pretty impressive. 3.3. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, he he's a, he's a duck. I love it, Joe. <laughs> uh, the, the hyena, right, versus the cheetah. I love it. He he was all over the field. Thank you, Elliot. I appreciate that. Melissa, she, she's big on that as well. I, I think it's a big deal. Um, just – you get called out so much, you know, and you know, all the talk was about the Miami offense. Not anymore. It's not, nobody's talking about that. Nobody is talking about that. Uh, and you, you can't talk about it. Not with what he's done. He was the sixth highest rated player on the 49ers defense. It just looked good. You know what I mean? And passed the test and his speed showed out. There were a few times, you know, he almost had an interception on the very first drive. So you're talking about a player that man, got got his first interception, which was awesome, but almost got two and really showed up to play. I thought he looked awesome. Um, and if you can continue to get that type of play from your number two corner, it's saying a lot. You know, if you just look at the trajectory that Demo's been on this year, remember when I did my very first roster projection. I had him as a bubble player. I had him making it, but he was like one of the last guys I put on our initial 53-man roster. I had Ambry Thomas ahead of him. I had Samuel Womack ahead of him. Um, the one time I thought that he was going to make it is when we cut uh, Darquez Denard. you remember that? Who, you know, everybody came out and said he was going to be the starting nickel. I was one of those people. They cut him right before the 53. And it was like, uh-oh, somebody's surprising. And the big reason why they did that was because of Samuel Womack and Demo, um, he, he just, he has earned it. He has earned this rep, fought his way on. I think it was week two or three where he overtook the nickel spot from Samuel Womack. Then you have Emmanuel Mosley go down and outside. They bump him to outside. He struggled there a little bit, but he comes out this game. Whoo, dude look good. Dude, look good. What's up, Shot Jay? Appreciate you, man. Like, subscribe, Patreon. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, here we go. Let's get to our next one. Number three. Yeah, I know everybody's putting it up there. My boy, JP Mason. Gotta be Mason, says Tim Ford. In relief of CMC, he was a beast. Back-to-back -back games, um, and I'm biased. Yeah, call me on that. Uh, I am biased. I know that. Uh, we all pick our favorites. And whenever you, you make your stamps for certain players, man, you gotta love it whenever they show out. And Jordan Mason showed out. That dude was an impact player. Now, here's what's great. Okay, I tweeted this out earlier. I want to be a little, little feisty today. I'm going to piss you guys off here in a minute, okay? So I'm just letting you know that. You look at what 
Raheem Moster and Jeff Wilson, who I love both those guys. They're freaking awesome. I really do. But, you know, the, the trash talk a little bit and open in their mouth maybe when they shouldn't and all those things. And we got all the talent over here. What You saw Debo after the game, right? He was hilarious. If you combine what Mostert and Jeff Wilson did, eight carries, 33 rush yards. That was it. That was it. Jordan Mason, eight carries, 51 yards. I was fine with the Jeff Wilson trade. Because context is important. You can look at the trade, and I said this live on the show as soon as the trade happened. I said it when we traded for CMC. They're they're good players. But Jeff Wilson was in a contract year. He's walking for sure. He would have been number three for us. And I didn't think there was much of a difference between Jeff Wilson and Jordan Mason. I actually think Jordan Mason's a better runner. He can't do the other stuff as well. But Jeff Wilson had one carry. For three yards this game. That was it. That was it. And, and they quit giving him snaps because he couldn't chip Bosa. Two of the sacks, Jeff Wilson was supposed to be stepping up and, and going to get him. And it didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work. And so, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, and then I'll add this, too. The 49ers don't play with the loaded box on defense. They do not. They get seven men in the box, and that's it. Sometimes six. Guess what Jordan Mason saw? Jordan Mason never saw a seven or fewer box. Every single time it was eight plus. He got more yards, more yards per carry, more tackles forced, more yards after contact, more first downs than both of them combined. Same amount of carries versus loaded box every single time. That's the difference. That's the difference. Daryl, what's up, Daryl? He says DJ uh, showed up in the pass rush. Uh, and batted pass. I think you're talking about Drake Jackson. Man, I'll say this about Drake Jackson. One of the craziest things, maybe the whole entire game. Drake Jackson got nine snaps. I I, I don't know why. Um, I think Eric Armstead was a lot of that. But he only got nine snaps, but he still showed up. Got that batted pass. Um, it, like, it's weird. I don't know why his snap count has been what it has been. But... You would not have guessed, I would not have guessed, that 95 was only out there for 9 of 46 snaps. That's crazy to me. You know, if you look at the defensive ends, Bosa played 38 of 46. Um, Charles who played 16 of 46. Armstead played 21, which is exactly what I, I think I said. I want 20 to, you know, 25 snaps, so I like that. Jordan Willis played 11. Kerry Hyder played 14. Samson played 27. They were just rotating like crazy, and Drake kind of got the low-end draw on, on snaps. But if you're making that impact, and it was a big, you know, broken-up pass uh, that changed that entire drive, I love it, man. I love it. Um, <laughs> Melissa, I love the all-caps. Feel it. Feel the passion. Let's go, Jordan Mason. Uh, John stays true to his dudes. I do. And, you know, I've been burned before, and I'll be burned again, and that's okay. Um, yeah, don't you worry, Ulysses. Appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, Brock Purdy reminds me of Nick Mullins, but better. That was my player comp for him coming out of college. My draft write-up that I do every year. I think we rated over 200 players this year. Um, my my play style comp for him um, was Brett Ripien. Uh, my my athletic comp for him was Nick Mullins. I mean, he's, he's, he's scary. And I want to talk about him, but I'm going to hold off. But you're right. That is a correct comparison. Kyle has a type. 
But if you look at the height, weight, arm strength, 40-yard dash, all that stuff, it's Nick Mullins to a T. If he can just protect the ball better, that's that's what's key, right? Uh, what's up? What's up? Akshay, glad, glad to see you here, man. I love it. Oh, Tobias, good question right here. How how much impact does Ridgeway injury have? It's huge. The green or sorry, the Eric Armstead coming back at the same time is is a big deal. I think Ty McGill fills that role. He'll be activated now. He was a healthy scratch last week. So Ty McGill will play that large run stuffer. He's not as good as Ridgeway. So you're starting defensive tackles. You got Armstead and Givens. And then you rotate in Kerry Hyder. You rotate in Charles Amenehue. You rotate in um, Ty McGill. That's what you're going to do. Now, in the off chance, you can get some way to bring back the stud Javon Kinlaw. That would change some things big time. Um, but, yeah, the Ridgeway injury hurts, and he he played great. Uh, he played really, really well. So <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. Now, back to just kind of, you know, Demo, sixth highest rated player. Really, really appreciate what he's done and just what he's brought you know, to the team and the attitude. You know, he calls himself the hyena and it shows, man. He, he shows up and plays. There's no doubt about it. Now, before we get to our top two players, uh, real quick word from our sponsor, my bookie. You guys know what it is. It is winning season at my bookie. As always, if you want to enjoy the football games, 49ers or just NFL or really any sport in general, you can bet on anything over there. Mybookie.ag. We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in. Get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season, double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit $250, you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And again, it just sets you up completely my bookie is incredible bet with us we're on patreon we share our bets every single week all season long so join us mybookie.ag promo code 49ers bet anytime anywhere with my bookie and you know if you did bet with us we hit our three-team teaser we took the saints um last night with the spread so we covered that uh, so we hit all three of our spread bets. We hit the 49ers the third quarter. Another huge positive week betting. If you do bet with us, we we put all of our bets up on Patreon, patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast, or just Google 49ers and Patreon. We made some money this year, uh, and I don't plan on stopping. What is up, Waveware? says, hey, John, just found you. Good stuff, man. Cheers. Welcome to the family. Uh, I love it. Uh, bringing all these people together um, is just straight fire. Uh, that's what we are all about here. Now, here we go. Let's get to top two, and I'm going to make you guys mad here in a second. I apologize. Number two. Big play, Dre. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. And I would have put him on this list even if he didn't get a defensive touchdown. The scoop and score was awesome, and that iced the game completely um, and vaulted this defense to another level. If that is even an option, it's already number one. Can it go to another level? Historically great, I think, is is a real possibility. What's up, Kenneth? Um, all the way from Okinawa, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. We got people all over the place. Um, and I, Drake Greenlaw was just so damn good. You, you know, Everything that we say about Dre is he's so good versus the run, one of the best tackling linebackers in the NFL. That's not what stood out to me this week. 
that's not what stood out. His coverage. What's up, Rick? He says, the family is huge on the 49ers fan. Chad, Chad what's going on, my buddy? Uh, he's going, <laughs> I love it, man. I freaking love it. What's up, Rick? Glad to see you, brother. Glad to see you. Um, Drake Greenlaw had the highest coverage grade for any 49ers defender. Not secondary, not linebackers. Best coverage grade. Guess who also was responsible for the most plays on Tyreek Hill? Shout out to, you know, Mike McDaniel. He schemed it up right. You got Tyreek one-on-one with linebackers in our scheme. Well, guess what? Dre Greenlaw answered the damn call. Answered the call. Um, Four targets for Tyreek when Greenlaw was on him. Um, Only allowed 10 yards after the catch. That's it. That's it. And so whenever you get somebody that can lead the team in tackles, uh, which he did, you get somebody that, you know, brings the thump because he he tries to kill people. Uh, the, the When Kyle Shanahan said that's Mike Tyson with the 49ers jersey on running around, it's exactly that. And, man, that play that he made on, you know, Tyreek Hill, Cheetah, whatever you want to call him, that was nuts because – you had Tyreek Hill on a full, it was just a shallow drag, just a crossing route, man coverage. Tyreek Hill was full stride, pass hit him in full stride. And Greenlaw just took a perfect angle, picked him up, literally brought him to the sideline, picked him up, right? Bear hugged him, and it was like he was going into a suplex and just dropped him. Like, hey, man, just want to let you know, I could I could slam you if I want to. Um, it came across. Uh, William says, yeah, Greenlaw was incredible. The speed was there. Uh, yeah, Dre is playing. He's all pro worthy. There's no doubt about it. There's so many good linebackers, which is crazy. But, man, Juan. Oh, what's up, Juan? I love this man. Uh, Greenlaw showed why the 49ers chose him over a Z. What's up, Chavez family? Oh, I love it. Hashtag CC. I love it. This is awesome. Um, dude, getting some good stuff out there. Um, Elliot Mata, appreciate the gift in the super chat. He says, Greenlaw already outplaying his contract. Yes. You know, you, you ask the question like, man, why would the 49ers extend him week two or three whenever they did? This is why. They knew, man, if you would have waited, he would have cost so much more. I'm curious. Let me look this up. Uh, apologize. I, I'm curious to see, you know, if we what his contract was because usually we spend a lot more time like dissecting, you know, the contract and, you know, what all this stuff is. But it happened during the season, and so we kind of, you know, went whatever. He signed a two-year, $16.4 million contract extension. So this year plus two more years. Um, So, you know, if we look at this, he is now signed through 2024. That's his 27-year. He'll be 27 years old. We have him through that. Listen to these cap hits. Next year, $5 million. Um, and then 2024, a nine million dollar cap hit. That's it. It, it. It's really not that much. So if we look at the average salaries or cap hits or whatever, um, as I'm pulling this up, sorry guys, I know this isn't the best, you know, whatever. You look at the salary, his highest year, which is nine million, he'll be tied with the number 12 linebacker now. That's a budget deal. You got a budget deal. I've, that's my first time looking at the contract. I didn't even know that. If he was the 12th highest paid linebacker this year, it'd be a steal. He'll be the 12th highest paid linebacker in two more years. Whew. Whew. All right. Now I'm going to make y'all mad. Y'all got to pick one. 
And I got to say, I didn't come up with this idea. Charles O'Brien, um, who follows me on Twitter, I follow him now. Uh, he posed this question to me, and I hated myself. Uh, but I'm going to do it to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it to you. You guys ready? You got to pick one of these linebacker tandem tandems, okay? Here, it's, it's going to hurt. This is going to hurt. So I'm sorry. But you got to type in the chat which one you want. I put it on Twitter, and everybody got mad at me. But uh, I think it's a good question. Okay, here we go. On one side... You've got Fred Warner and Navarro Bowman as a tandem. Fred Warner, Navarro Bowman. On the other side, you've got Drake Greenlaw and Patrick Willis. Which one do you pick? Warner and Bowman? Greenlaw and Willis. I love all four of them. And they're all beloved by so many of the faithful. Um, yeah, it, that's, that's rough. So I want you to throw into the chat kind of what your thoughts are there. Um, let us know because this is something I kind of want to talk about. I, I put it on Twitter <laughs> and people got mad at me and rightfully so. But I think questions like this bring about, I don't know, the, the just how remarkable, um, how great, how spoiled um, we have been, right? Uh, and so it hurts, right? Because as soon as you're like, okay, I'm going to go there, you're going to like, oh, you mean to tell me I don't get these other two? Like, I can make a decision where I don't get Patrick Willis. How is that possible? Uh, because it, he was just so freaking great. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Now, I'm going to share my screen here. Um, let's see here. I think I could do this. I'm a smart man. There we go. So I put this up on Twitter. And so, again, you got to pick Willis and Greenlaw or Bowman and Warner. The You know, we've got about 600 votes. I just put it up an hour ago. Uh, it seems to be two thirds kind of prefer the Bowman Warner, uh, but you guys are kind of all over the place as well. It is mean. I'm so sorry, Leanne. Uh, <laughs> and you know, there, there's so many caveats that you could you could put up there. Juan says Greenlaw and Willis. Willis wins me. There's no wrong choice here. Okay, let, let's be very very real. There's not a wrong choice. Um, it's it's hard though, right? Because I mean they're just so freaking good. Oh, 52 and 57. I love it. And you know, if I if I scroll through these options, people get mad at me with like uh, all the <laughs> why would you do that to me? I'm trying to uh, Johnny Dales, why would you do this to me? Did you know that you can now win up to one hundred times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn ten dollars into a thousand. With basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Plus all this stuff, like, why do you hate us? And, you know, I, I mean, I love everybody. It's just, I, I thought it was a fun, ex- fun is the wrong word. I think it's an interesting exercise, one that brings about it 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 forces you it forces you to make a choice and to figure out what you really believe and there's not a wrong choice you know i, I could go off on patrick willis and Navarro bowman both uh, final nominees for the hall of fame right um it, so like that's how great they are I, warner i think is playing on par greenlaw's ascending right but definitely does not belong in that category yet so it's it's rough man um, it's rough. Big Papa says, John, which one of your kids is your favorite? That's exactly what it is. Um, I can't answer that. Uh, my son listens to my show sometimes. Uh, but they're both my favorite, right? Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, and yeah, right here, th- this is a correct evaluation. This is a correct evaluation. Bowman and Willis can't cover receivers like Fred. Nobody can. Nobody can. And, you know, with what Greenlaw's doing, Greenlaw's doing horizontal, right? Sideline to sideline flats, hook curl zone, all that stuff. Fred Warner, he does it this way, right? He runs deep with number three. That's where the difference is. Uh, The only linebacker I could probably ever say that did the similar role was Brian Erlacher in that kind of Tampa two, that deep drop in the middle. Um but I w- I'll tell you this right now. I- I'd take Fred Warner over Erlacher all day. Um, that's just me. But whatever. Erlacher was great. No doubt about it. I mean, played safety and corner in college at New Mexico. And so it translated. They turned him into a linebacker, built his body up. But you can say the thing with Fred. He was an outside linebacker and kind of safety job. Um, there's no wrong answers, guys. 
There's no wrong answers. Uh, all win- We're all winners here. And the good news is we don't have to choose between these ones if you don't want to because we got them all. We got to see Patrick Willis and Bowman together. Now we get to see Fred Warner um, and Greenlaw together for a long time. For a long time. We got them for at least three more years. This year plus two more, at least. So we'll see there. Now, um, for those of the people that came out last week, man, thank you so much. That was absolutely incredible, uh, the 49ers Rush Road Trip. We've got our stuff up now for Seattle, um, which we're doing something a little bit different because it's the Thursday night game. So we are doing a completely free event with the Seattle Faithful Chapter, which I'm big fans of what they do. They pull everybody together. Um, so Wednesday night, the night before the game, December 14th, um, 6 to whenever, we're going to get together in Seattle um, at Kells Irish Pub. It's in Pike's Place Market. I've got a, a flyer attached and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to tweet this out and pin it and all that stuff so you can get it there. Facebook, we'll put it on Instagram everywhere else. So we're it's, it's, it's a free event. Just come out. I know it's Wednesday, so it's weird. All are welcome. There's no RSV process. You just show up, have a good time. We're doing our trivias, our giveaways, all that kind of stuff. Uh, It's going to be awesome because the chapter's coming out. Now, the following day, the day of the game, it's Thursday night game, right? We are going to be partying one block from the stadium at Tony T Sports Lounge. Um, We're going to meet there one to four, and it's going to be incredible. We're going to party together, drinks, food, all that stuff, raffles, everything you know. And we're going to be walking to the game together. So we've got your everything. Biggest game of the year, guys. Biggest game of the year left on the schedule. You got to show out. If there's one game, you're like, man, which game should I go to? This is the game. It's number one. It's been number one on the schedule. The division's going to be on the line. It's a big game. So if you don't know what to do, come out to this one. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. As always, look for the flags, even though our flag freaking uh, pole broke. Uh, I got to get a new one. I got to order one, whatever I've done here. Uh, so anyway, there's that. And yeah, I, I'll say this. Most of the people that come out have a great time. Uh, we, we don't, we don't get a lot of complaints, which is awesome. And when Juan shows up, everybody's going to have a good time. That's all I got to say. Uh, now let's go ahead. Let's get to the creme de la creme. The number one, baby. You all know who it is. Number one. Mr. Relevant, not Mr. Irrelevant, Right. This dude, Brock Purdy, uh, (laughs) it's just crazy what he was able to accomplish with no work. Um, With no work. That's the thing that's crazy. He didn't get any snaps with the ones. None. He was running. (laughs) I see the chat. I love this. Yeah, whenever I saw that trending on Twitter, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, here we go. Uh, Yeah, Brock Purdy, baby. Uh, BCB, if you want to look that up, we're not going to talk about that. Um, Yeah, it was crazy what he was able to do. And you look at the Miami defense decided, it worked against Jimmy Garoppolo, that they're going to put six men on the line of scrimmage, and they're just going to fire zone it. So what that means is, Looks like six are coming to confuse the line. Four come, two drop, right? So it's still just four. So it doesn't count as a blitz. That's why it's referred to as a fire zone, usually in the coaching world. And it confused our line. It confused Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Got to Brock Purdy a couple times as well. But, man, they were coming after him. They were coming after him. Um, And I'll say this. Like, 
Uh, oop, I do not want that on there. We got to get that dude off there. Shot J, you take care of him for me, please. Thank you. Um, I was trying to block it, but uh, anyway, I- I'll say this: the way in which he handled the blitzes, and you know, even when the blitzes didn't get home, Aaron Banks, I thought, had another bad game. It's back-to-back bad games where he had about five to six is bad blocks. Mike McGlinchey's going to be Mike McGlinchey. Uh, definitely got him hit uh, and caused bad things. Uh, didn't like that at all. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, you know, you can talk about the hit on Jimmy. The guy that broke Jimmy's foot was Mike McGlinchey's guy. I didn't really put that play too much on him. It wasn't a good play for Mike, but not one of his worst plays. Uh, Jimmy kind of bailed on the pocket outside, should have threw the ball away, which Brock did several times. Um, now, there were 12 true blitzes, but on those 12 blitzes, Brock went 8 for 12. Like, the dude, uh, what you know, George Kittle just talked about, man. He's got huevos. He's got huevos. Um, William says, how many times this year has Jimmy thrown the ball 37 times? Once. Once. And Kyle, I thought this was one of Kyle's best called games. He had no choice. There was, it was a third and one play, and all 11 guys were within a yard and a half of the line of scrimmage. All 11. He threw the ball and completed it. You know, got it to Kittle. Now, I will say this. You know, I finished the the first half of the offensive breakdown this morning. Um, defensive breakdown, first half's up on Patreon. Second half is loading now to be up later this afternoon. And then offense, I'll get that up in the morning uh, once that gets loaded. So third and one, 11 men on the line of scrimmage. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy rolls out, hits Kittle, gets the first down. Man, Croft is screaming wide open uncovered uh, on a corner route. Would have been a walk-in touchdown. But I ain't mad because Brock Purdy was decisive. He got the ball out quick, managed expectations, admits the pressure, admits Banks having a bad game, admits Mike McGlinchey having a bad game, and took care of business. You know, one of the things that I thought was probably the best about Purdy, his moxie, right? Like, like <laughs> there's a reason why all those uh, acronyms are trending. The dude steps up there his first time in there, and he yells at Debo. Debo split out to his left, and he tells Debo, hey, hey scoot up closer, man. You're, you're back too deep. Like, fix your fix your alignment. He's, he's over here telling CMC just like, hey, man, go over here. Like, And it's not like, hey, man, there, there's, there's a way in which you handle yourself amidst all pro players. The dude was in charge, and you have to be as a quarterback. And so, you know, you you can go through and, you know, the beautiful Juan Sauce. We played some of these clips yesterday just about, like, how great he was. And, you know, they love, they love Brock Purdy. It's so easy to kind of, like, just, just stay there. And, again, th- I thought this clip was hilarious from Kyle Shanahan. Um, Brock came in and made some big plays. Um, I mean, he plays – He's got some balls out there. Forgive me for saying it that way. Um, he's, you know, we, we got to clean some stuff up, obviously. Um, but just throwing him in there in the heat of battle like that, um, how much zero that team did too, um, which you guys could see. And that was a big plan of theirs, and they had some good adjustments, taking away some of our hot throws. So we were having to change a lot of stuff on the fly. So um, putting a lot of pressure on him in that way. And um, I thought he did a hell of a job doing it. Um, didn't... Um, Protected the ball well, didn't have any turnovers, and uh, made some big plays too that I thought weren't there always. It's it's he belongs, he belongs. 
And so I get all the conversations about backup quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff, and that kind of sort itself out a little bit more today once waivers claim. Again, my take is I do not want the 49ers to put a claim on Baker. If Baker's going to join this team, he's got to start at the bottom and earn it. Purdy's going to be the starter for the near future. If you would make a change, it would be after the Seattle game if for some reason it doesn't work out. Um, but if if Baker's going to come on this team, I don't want that contract. And I want him to start at the bottom as a practice squad player, and he has to work his way up. I doubt that's going to happen, but that's what I would do. Um, Fred Warner, captain of the team, how's he feel about Brock Purdy? Obviously, I, if you ask anybody how I feel about Brock Purdy, like I have the most respect and and confidence in him because I see him every single day. You know, on the on the scout team, the way that he the way that he comes out and prepares and competes, the confidence he has, the swag he has, like. I got I got all the confidence in the world in Purdy, and that's a lot. It's a lot to ask of a rookie, you know. Obviously, being thrust into the, in the position he's in, but at the same time, he doesn't have to do too much. You know, he has so many weapons on that side of the ball to just get the ball to, and his job is just to protect the football. You know, we we have a really good offense, and so um, he's he's in the best position possible. And his role in getting you guys prepared from his work on the scout team. I mean, he's just like. The the savvy for you know just being a rookie like just like you, you see him doing the no look passes and putting the ball where it's supposed to be he he like I feel like he's way advanced in terms of like where he's at for being a rookie you know and so that's really impressive to see every week and he's he's done a great job of getting us ready every week you know defensively so like I said I I have all the confidence in him it's 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 easy. Uh, you like you see it. There's an eye test. And especially in a game against Tua, who was getting like, all right, this dude might belong in the MVP conversation with that touchdown interception ratio, all the explosive plays. Tua crapped the bed. Nick Bosa hit him early on that first drive. Or sorry, the second drive right after that huge play. He went in the same sense. Uh, he was fragile. He was seeing ghosts. Uh, Bosa put the wood on him, and then he was just selling passes like crazy. And you have Brock Purdy come in, first ever. First ever Mr. Irrelevant to attempt a pass in an actual game. And dude just was, he was fire, man. Uh, you know, you look at, whether you just look at his stat line, 25 for 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, three sacks. I mean, again, QBR. QBR measures 0 to 100. 50 is average. He got a 56.9. He was an above average quarterback in his very first start ever. That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, it's it's awesome, man. I freaking love it. Um, and, you know, I, I hope it continues this way. Now, do I expect him to continue to show up and be like, you know, play that well? I do not. Uh, we'll see when teams game plan for him a little bit. You know, the Miami's whole thing was, look, we're going to try to confuse this guy. And they did. There were some bad passes. There were some passes that maybe could have been turnovers more so than, you know, he had that one fourth and four, which I didn't knock that against him. He gave somebody a shot. Um, but, you know, there was one time where Debo was just like wide open in the flats, just like nobody around him. And Purdy just sailed it over his head. And you tell, you know, Debo was kind of pissed. And you could see like Brock was like, my bad. <laughs> like, and so, you know, he's not coming in. He's not being a punk about things. He's taking responsibility. And, okay, here we go. I'm glad I got notes on this because I would have forgot to bring this up. His very first touchdown pass. You know, they're down. Um, 
you know, they're inside the five, and they hit Kyle Juszczyk just on an out to the flats, and he throws a dime. I mean, it's just a simple out route um, out to the numbers. But as soon as he throws it, before Kyle Juszczyk catches it, he turns around and starts pumping his fist. Like, I mean, I mean it's it, it was kind of like, you know, one of those fadeaway shots from Steph Curry, right? And I understand there's a big difference. Like, I'm not saying that's what he is. But for your very first touchdown pass, and you're not even starting the game, you just came off the sidelines for an injured quarterback. You throw your very first touchdown pass, you throw the ball, and you turn around and start celebrating before the Cats even in the end zone? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, that's different. This kid's 22 now. He's 22. He's 22. Ah. I love it, man. I love it. No, I do not want Cam. I, I, Rico, I love you, man. Uh, QB3, yeah, I, don't, I do not want Cam. I've got a lot of Cam things. Yeah, here we go. Bring in Cam. I do not want Cam um, at all. Um, not because I don't like Cam or I don't think he was great. I think he was great. I didn't like that arm after his injuries and the Super Bowl run and all that stuff. It just never looked the same. Can he run the ball? Yeah. I'm going to say no on that one. Um, and again, a lot of it is... I want to protect the culture that has been established with guys like Jimmy, guys like Trey Lance, right? I don't know if you guys saw this, and I apologize. I don't have it in my notes right off the bat. Guess who was waiting? The first person that was waiting on the sidelines after that touchdown pass. It was Trey Lance with a tablet sitting down with Brock Purdy going over the plays in the drive. Like, he was sitting there waiting for him, congratulating him, and walking through the plays like – a culture has been established because of Jimmy Garoppolo, okay? That was where it started. And so when the 49ers traded for Trey, Jimmy could have been a butthead, right? He could have been Joe Flacco. He could have been Jay Cutler. He could have been uh, Ryan Tannehill. He could have been, you can go on and on and on about all these people that are like, I ain't here to help them. I ain't. No, no, no. That's not who we are. And, and I think that's so damn important. And that's part of what Shanahan has instilled. You know, a lot of people have questioned Shanahan's leadership. You go back to last year, and shout out to my man, uh, 49ers Barbecue uh, on Twitter. He's, he's, he's the man. And it, it's and even Devin talked about this, this military mindset. There's different types of leaders, right? And the examples that he used were, okay, there's Dan Campbell, who makes you want to, like, fight for him. Then there's... Coach McDaniels, that's going to make you kind of like believe in yourself, right? And try to like pump you up. And then there's Kyle Shanahan, who's going to make you feel like you have an advantage. And it's about everybody else. This 49ers locker room is cohesive as hell. That's why when you got the comments from Moster and Sherfield and all them, like, come on, man. Like, you got to be careful with that. And so with Jimmy, whenever you pick Trey, Jimmy didn't go hedgehog mode or whatever else and, like, hide. No, no, no. He, he came out and helped Trey with whatever he needed. So much so that Trey Lance said, man, Jimmy's my best friend. He's a friend for life. And so then Jimmy goes out, and what happens? Trey's over there, and, you know, he's over there helping him out. And so Jimmy's helping everybody. And, and here we go. Let's play a clip from, from Purdy himself talking about, what a difference Jimmy has made in his short career. I mean, sadly, it's part of the game. You know, uh, I love Jimmy, what he's done in terms of, you know, just taking me in and, and being a brother to me and um, just telling me little things and his experiences um, so far in his career. Um, 
that have helped him and he, he shares them with me. He's not like a secretive guy or anything. Like he wants the guys in that room to be better to push him as well. Um, so to see him go down like that, it's like, man, that sucks. Also, I have to be ready to roll for the rest of the game, you know? So, um, you know, my heart, you know, feels for him, man. He's a brother of mine. It's just like, you know, the situation with Trey, when he went down, it sucks seeing your guys go down like that, but you got to roll and, and you got to, you know, find ways to win. So. You got to roll. You've got to find ways to win. You've got to figure that stuff out. And so, again, these are my issues whenever I, I'm, I'm talking about Baker. Okay, cool. You can come in. Okay, and it seems like he's 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 been humbled and he's been run out of. He's got three coaching staffs fired, whatever else. All right, cool. But now, like, I want him to come from the bottom up. You are a first-round pick. You want to be, put your face on all those commercials, make that money, I'm happy for you. You want to call out your teammates when they're doing contract stuff? Like, that's just got to stop. You got to stop that. Uh, look how great Juan Salas is. Juan Salas listened to the show, heard us talking about Brock Purdy, went, downloaded the clip, edited it, got it to me during the show, just messaged me. I got it download. Here we go. This is the Brock for, uh, Purdy finger up clip right here. Stay with Debo. Woo! Fullback, baby. Look at Purdy. He knew it as soon as he threw it. Look at this body language. Look at this. Look at him. He knew. Oh, <laughs> Juan Salas coming in hot, baby. Oh, I freaking love it, man. That that's I love that man. I love that man so much. His family's incredible. Um, and so, like, look, that's evidence. That's evidence, right? Um, for like exactly, I don't know, man. That's different. It's different. This kid, this team, that quarterback room. Once Rick Gangrello left, it got a lot better. Um, Brian Greasy's been great. And there was even a mention in the press conference. I don't don't think uh, I have the clip. I'm not sure which one it was. But the whole idea was, you know, Purdy even said, hey, man, you know, you just got to go out there, know your check downs, know all that stuff. Ah, I'm excited. And Boats, you're right. Yeah, Purdy's not a wide-eyed rookie. Um, he's a young season vet. He has played a lot. He's played a lot of football, um, in college started as true freshman, all that kind of stuff, but you've got to have the moxie and, you know, you look at his family, all of his family, they're, they're all big time players. His dad was a minor league, uh, baseball player. Um, you know, he, he played his whole family, brothers, a big time player, his sisters, I think played as well. Um, he was Mr. Arizona in high school. It won a 6A state title, 48 touchdown passes offered by Alabama. Like, he's he's a big cat. He's a big cat, like, as far as what he's been through. Um, I love it. This is fun. Is it scary? Yes. And will there be people out there that tell you, like, it's over and, oh, the sky is falling? Yeah, but those people have been doing that the whole time. Yeah, when's that going to change, right? I'm here to say, buckle up, baby. Let's enjoy this. You're about to have Brock. Freaking Purdy against Tom Brady in Santa Clara. Are you kidding me? This year. Oh, man. This year's been huge. Yeah, I think Greasy's going to be around the uh, NFL coaching tree big time. Uh, I'm just going to be really, really honest with you. I I think he's going to look at it. Jimmy Garoppolo, best year, period. There's no doubt about it. We didn't get to see too much of Trey, um, but we, we saw five quarters. Right. Um, so it, four of those were in a crazy downpour and even 
the Seattle game, it was raining too. I don't know. I ain't making excuses. I'm just saying. I We don't know. But you saw what it did with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you're seeing what he's doing with Mr. Irrelevant. Brian Greasy going to be a hot name in the coaching circles. I'm telling you that right now. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, Greasy, I'm, I'm just saying that that's something to keep an eye out on. Um, I, I don't know. Do you do you put him into you know a promoted spot after one year? I doubt it. But we did see a very fast coaching rise with D'Amico Ryan's right. So I I, I don't know. Um, we'll see here. We'll we'll see what that looks like. So uh, yes, Gangrello, not a fan of. I, I'm not. I'm not at all. So uh, ride with Purdy. Let's see what he's got. He's got two weeks, right? Because you've got him this week versus Tampa Bay. I don't think there's much option there because nobody else really knows the offense as well. Jacob Eason, eh, he's on the practice squad. I don't even think they'll elevate him. But Josh Johnson knows the offense. He knows everybody's offense. He'll be the backup, right? And so you don't want to make a change. Even if you got Baker, you're not going to put him in. He doesn't know the offense, even though he played in a similar Kubiak scheme, whatever, in um, Cleveland with, uh, what's his name, Stefanski. But still, no. You don't put him in on short week versus uh, Seattle, the biggest game of the year. You would make a change after that fact. So he's got two weeks. He got two weeks, and this game was awesome. Um, and so I'm pumped, man. And we all should be. You know, over on Patreon, I loaded a breakdown of him first. I think K State, some old college film. I did a breakdown of him before the draft. So that's up on Patreon. I pinned it to the top of the list. But if you are on Patreon, just type in Brock Purdy um, in the search bar, and it pulls up all videos. I tagged him. I think we have five videos up of his throws. And so if you join Patreon, it's the best way to support the podcast. Uh, you can get that as soon as you sign up. Frank Gore tier and above, you get every single video we've ever made. Uh, plus, if you do the other ones, we've got Zoom Hangout. I got to get scheduled. Um, and then we're going to do extra episodes as we always do. All that kind of stuff. We'll get it taken care of. So um, that's going to do it for us today. I really appreciate y'all. Wanted to get an extra bonus show in this morning. I'm going to be live with Wayne right here again at 1230 Pacific time today. Uh, more of a Q&A draw. So if you guys got some questions that you want us to break down, go ahead and email those over. 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com. Um, or you can just mention it on Twitter. DM me. That's probably the best way at JL underscore Chapman. Ah, how could you not love this year, man? What a time to be alive and be part of the faithful. Thank you guys. Appreciate everybody. And we'll be back in two short hours, uh, back to some show prep and some show notes so that we can bring you guys some more content later today. Thank you for everything. And as always stay strong, faithful. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.